both men and women who receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior are called to minister the gospel, to spread the gospel to the lost. But what does that mean for women who believe that they are called to minister the gospel within the church? Up next, I'm going to have Pastor Angela Walker discuss this. Stay tuned. Welcome to Power Fueled Living, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Through Christ, we can thrive in every area of our lives. Welcome to Power Fuel Living. I'm your host, Lisa Hooks, and today I have Pastor Angela Walker with me. And we're going to be discussing the challenges of ministry um, with women. Women who have been called to minister the gospel outside and inside of the church. Angela, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lisa. It is a pleasure to have you here. It is my pleasure and honor to be here to discuss this topic that is so real and so prevalent in the church society today, in in Christendom, in church period. There is um, an opposition to women as a whole ministering the gospel. Yeah. But as we see down through the years, Through the word of God, women always held a key position in ministry. And ministry is not defined just as women in the pulpit, but women carrying the gospel, being able to minister to the lost, minister to the hurting, minister to the broken. Ministering, it goes beyond the four walls. And God has called us beyond that. Yes, he has. You know, this subject is very... (laughs) important to me because my grandmother studied and became an ordained reverend back in the 60s and 70s. So you can imagine the opposition she experienced with that title. Now, uh, the people who ordained her felt like she was worthy of the title. She had studied to show herself approved. She had the anointing of God on her life. She believed that she was um, called to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this wasn't something that she just did on her own without any validation and confirmation. But she experienced a lot of kickback from that. But within her ministry, she blessed so many. Glory to God. She shared the gospel with the lost. She she laid hands on the sick and they recovered. So she did what the gospel told all of us as Christians, as saints of God to do. Yes. Yes. And, you know, later in her life, as she began to retire down from ministry, um, she finally died and we had a memorial service and a funeral. Mm -hmm. The memorial service, um, the people who held the memorial service recognized her position as a reverend, recognized the call on her life and honored that. The people who had her funeral, however, you know, she was just a sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that just spoke volumes to me at how we still have this mindset that a woman is supposed to stay in their place. Yes, yeah. and, and that's the and, and it's And it's, what place exactly <laughs> is that? 
apparently <laughs> these are people who are not attached to the spirit of God because God calls us with a holy calling. Mm -hmm. And he said in his word that there is neither male nor female. And so when it comes to the spiritual things of God, but he has called us to be one in him. Yeah. And people miss that. And when they miss that, they miss the gifts yeah. that are available to bring the healing, to bring the word, to bring the comfort, to bring everything that God has equipped us as women to bring. Because we are carriers. Women, we have wombs and yeah. we carry yeah. so much yeah. that has to be birthed out. We just cannot carry and never allow it to be to become fruitful right. and manifest. manifest. It right. has to manifest. And so when God begins to deal with us in our secret places, yeah. hallelujah, he begins to deal with us in places of obscurity huh? in order to bring us to the forefront, to the place where we must be seen and we must be used. And the gifts that he has in us must be recognized. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. When God began to deal with me, I w of course, I was in ministry in, in a different capacity, but just servitude, just yeah. assisting and doing those right. things. But God began to speak to me. He began to stir something so profound in my spirit that I just could not be content with just sitting sure. back. Sure. I could not be content in this place of just going along just to get along. Mm -hmm. But God was just it was just like a volcano just erupting on the inside of me. And I would begin to pray, Lord, what are you doing? And God was ministering to me. And I could hear him one day speak to me. And he asked me specifically, what do you think they're going to do when I call you to pastor, to leadership? And to me, it was, it was one of those moments where, God, you can't be talking to me. Right, right. Because I was reared up in a place in ministry, had been a part of this ministry for years, just serving the pastor, serving and doing all of these things. And we were taught that women, you can minister in certain areas, but you cannot be a leader. You cannot be a pastor. And so that was in my psyche. That was a part of who I was. So when God began to speak to me, of course, I ignored it. But when he spoke it the second time, it was with so much power and authority, I just surrendered and yielded yeah. to what God was saying. And it wasn't initially that I stepped out, right. but I just began to seek God the more for that, yeah. for it to be manifested. That's why so many people, they hear things, but they don't try to spear and they don't begin to walk it out yeah. instead of just instantaneously right. saying, this is what I am. Yeah. But I just began to seek God and began to take steps in that area, still serving, mm -hmm. still being faithful mm -hmm. and still dutiful to the work of ministry. And God just began to perfect me. He began to just purge me of certain things and ideas of what ministry was, of what women positions were in the church and ministry. And God just began to refine me and began to push me into a place of leadership and I just began to surrender to it. Yeah, you know, I, I've had a, I have a similar story. I woke up and, and it, it was like a dream, but it was also like a vision. Yes. You know, it was, it was that in between. Mm -hmm. And I had just recently, it, it hadn't even been a month, I think, that I had rededicated my life to Christ yes. in my early 20s. And I had this vision of Jesus walking towards me, oh I immediately fell to my face. Mm. Immediately fell to my face. Yes. And heard him say, preach Hall the gospel. Bless God. Okay? Hallelujah. Yes, yes. 
and he walked on. Mm. Well, I woke up, you know, and I was startled. I was, I was warm. I was sweating. I was nervous, scared, and excited at the same time. Yes, you know, yes. it, I was just full of emotions. But immediately I said, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Because immediately I thought women are not supposed to hold these positions. Although mm -hmm. at this time women were. They were. But, but that old programmed way of thinking mm -hmm. yes. immediately made me reject that. Of course, of course. And, and we then, of course, yes. the enemy started telling me how bad I was, the sin I just committed <laughs> a few days ago. You know, you know, the condemnation started coming in. But I went to church. Yes. I went to church um, that morning. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the pastor's wife, after the service, the pastor's wife came up to me and she said, you have a glow on you. It's like you've been with God. Oh my God. I had to acknowledge yes. Yes. that dream at that point mm -hmm. because she saw a physical manifestation oh of, of the anointing Jesus. on me. So it couldn't be easily dismissed. Yes. Now, to be truthful, I, I, I tried to push it away. I tried not to think about mm -hmm. it. And it was almost a year later. I was in revival one evening. And I just, I, I couldn't stand up straight. I was just bent over and I was crying. And I was outside of myself. I, I couldn't get a handle on myself. Yes. I kept trying to stand up and I just yes. couldn't get a handle on myself. And I finally just laid flat yes. on the floor. Mm. And Angela, I had that very same vision yeah. and that's what God was trying to get you to a place of surrendering yeah. yeah God just wants us to surrender because it is so easy to surrender to the negativity yeah it is so easy to surrender to the thoughts that are not of God but God just comes to us and just say just yield yeah. just yield to me because the work that he's calling us to do will never be accomplished in our own strength that's right it will never be accomplished in our own wisdom in our own intellect. Mm -hmm. And when we can recognize that the power that I'm under is the power that I will be operating in. Right. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. The power that I am surrendering to is the power that yeah. I can walk this yeah. thing out. And that's the thing about it. God never calls us to do it in what we know, what we right. learned back right. in the right. day. But he said, I will do a new thing. Yeah. And the same authority that your grandmother walked in, the same power that God was able to use her and undergird her, mm -hmm. God was mm -hmm. going to pour that same power in you and cause you to be that vessel that he has chosen for such a time as this. So in my case, in my case, how can I now, because of my experience, deny that I was called? And when we think about the power of God yes. that we operate through, but also the calling, the calling itself yes. has to be dealt with. Hallelujah. So when I hear people say women are not supposed to minister the gospel, you have some who say women are not supposed to pastor, but you will have some that say women are not supposed to minister the gospel. That is Period. not biblical. That is not biblical. And that is not God's will. And, and, and of course, they want to refer to Paul mm -hmm. because Paul said what he did not allow. Right. Mm -hmm. What he did not allow. Right. But now I am faced with what God told me. Hallelujah to do yes not what Paul said that he did not allow right. 
And then we see and we and we fail to remember. And the Bible is inspired by God is the anointed power of the Holy Spirit inspired by God. But we, 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 we have to remember that Paul himself said that he was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was legalistic. Mm-hmm. We are not mindful that Paul was working out his own salvation. Yes, he was. Yes, his he was. own understanding, mm-hmm. his own wisdom, right? And making mistakes. And making mistakes. Absolutely. If you, you know, we, sometimes I think, and I'm going to divert just for a minute, mm-hmm. because sometimes I think a lot of religious leaders and people puts Paul's word over God's word, over over Jesus's character. Yes, yes. Right, but we even see that with Paul. There were a a couple, a married couple, Priscilla and Aquila, who preached the gospel with power and authority and anointing. Yes, they did. And he accepted Mm -hmm. that and honored that. He honored that. Yeah. And he also told others to help those women yes who labor who la- in the gospel there you go see there when paul go. was saying for a woman not to speak in the church there were situations that right. were occurring right that were occurring when individual women were individual situations, situations that he was dealing with he had to deal with it yeah. there are some <clears throat> some women who will usurp authority over their husband right and they will and minimize them that's all. not biblical and that's not right. god's way yeah. So Paul was saying to silence those women who didn't know how to respect their husband and to to respect the church, mm-hmm. to respect the time and place. And and because we've seen them, I've dealt with women yeah. who didn't know how to respect their husbands and in their positions in and in the church. And in that culture, though, <laughs> I've heard historians say women would ask a lot of questions. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, and so there was a certain protocol. So we have women who have been called by God. No denying, no denying. They know that they know that yes. they know they have been called. Yes. Who do not feel free to do so because, be, because of that, that cultural norm within their denomination, yes. because of that, 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 you know, that hardcore mm-hmm. belief system True. that says, I am not supposed to do this. It is cemented in so many um, religious Circles. spheres. Yeah, there, yeah, it is, absolutely. it is, absolutely. it is cemented because my husband is a firm believer. When we go places, he often tells people, he said, my wife is the pastor and I'm the co-pastor. And sometimes you can just see the look uh-huh. on people's faces. The countenance faces. changed. The countenance changed, yeah. but my husband is so bold and yeah. so, honored to to be able to say that and he says it with honor that God called her and I know he did Mm -hmm. there's no denying that how can people stand in the way of God's anointing yes how can they feel comfortable standing in the way of God's anointing when you see the glory of God when you hear the power of God when you see the authority that God has given them to walk under knowing that it's not pride It's not arrogance, right. it's not cockiness, but it's the anointing. And yeah. it's the anointing that's right. going to destroy the yoke, whether it's that's in right. your life or my life, that's right. in the life of those around you, it takes the anointing. It's not just a position, yeah. it's not just a gender, yeah. but it's the, uh, the power of God that's upon your life to do the work yes. of kingdom. Yes, yes. You know, we have to stand before God and give an account. We have to. Hallelujah. Of our lives. Hallelujah. And I often think about the people who have to give an account Mm. for stifling the ministry, the gifts, the calling 
yes. of the women, they are and, and, and some men, yes. but the women mm -hmm. who were called to the gospel. But also, the women have Hallelujah. a responsibility. They're going to have to give an account. They have to give an account. To God. And so I would say, I would say to women, you know, there are going to be some people who don't agree with this conversation. Absolutely. But I would say to you, if you believe that you have been called by God, seek him, seek him more towards that calling. Ask him to confirm it, open up doors of opportunity, give you mentors, give you people that will come alongside you to strengthen you in that calling, to go forth in that calling. But do not settle for legalism and stifle, dismiss the call of God that you believe that you have on your life. So Angela, now you are a pastor. I am. Of a church. Yes. And, and, and how did that come about? How did your pastorship actually come about? Well, of course, based on the foundation that I had, um, it was solid. Yeah. And that's what you have to build on that foundation. And because, again, I came from a ministry that did not believe in women pastors, they saluted me in the area of missionary, evangelist. But when I was called to a pastor, of course, I had to leave. But I left in a spirit of thanking the man of God for all that he had poured into me, thanking them for a foundation that was not easily shaken. And I moved out in the confidence that God was going before me. As Moses prayed, God, if your glory does not go, I don't want to go mm -hmm, forth. Mm -hmm. But God's glory was, was taking me step by step, guiding me and steering me in the area of leadership. I began to um, start programs, ministering, prayer lines, bringing people together, ministering to them through prayer, counseling them. And God just began to use me to minister to married couples and singles and people who were struggling with addiction and all of those things, they were coming to me for help and to aid. And so God was sharpening Amen. the gift of leadership. He was enhancing everything that I had, but just taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah. And it starts in small steps. It does. It starts in small steps of God showing you what he's really called you to call you to be and to do. Yeah. And he just began to magnify that. Yeah. You know, you made a good point how a lot of leaders will accept you in different roles. Yes. Except the pastorship. Except. You can use your anointing over here. Yes. Yes. But not here. You can get people saved, healed, mm -hmm. delivered, yes. set free Absolutely. over here. Yes. But not here. Not here. It just does not make sense. It doesn't make does sense. It? it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make you sense. You know, it doesn't matter what man acknowledges. It's not based on their acceptance or validation. Right. right. So as, as long as we can step back and not look for man's validation or acceptance, we can begin to walk in what right. God has called us right. to do. Right. And, and it's not to, to become rebellious. Not at it's all. not to become hard hearted or offended because we are supposed to love each other regardless yes. of what we believe we're supposed to love. Yes. And I think that's another area where we have to be careful. You know, you have some women who have had to fight yes. for their positions in church, fight for acknowledgement mm -hmm. for their anointing and their gifts and callings. Yes. And it has caused some bitterness, some, some anger, some offense. And, and they really have to be careful 
careful you with that to. and release that. Release those people and just do what thus saith the Lord. That's one thing that I chose to do. I chose to release it. I chose to forgive and I chose not to rehearse those things in the ears of people that were that I was meeting and yeah. coming into connection with. And I just refused to carry that. I wanted to have new oil. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I wanted new wine in this new wine skin because if you try to pour new oil and old wine skin, yeah. it's going to burst. Yeah. And so I said, God, just make me a new as yes. he's doing a new thing. Amen. I allowed him to pour new wine into new wine skin and not bring that old yeah. thinking, the old hurt, the old, yeah. uh, all of the things that were said that I could not do yeah. what yeah. was going to happen as a result. I'm, you're going to fail. And people would begin to speak negativity. Yes. And they what will. the saddest thing that about this woman of God is that we're on the same team. Yes, we are. Yes, we're on we the are. same team. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, we're fighting the same enemy. So why are we constantly fighting each other? Why are you constantly throwing things at me saying what I should not do? When I'm out here fighting the devils, trying to pull, snatch souls out of the out fire. Of the fire, honey. As brands out of the burning. That's we're right. on the same team. That's right. So the enemy, he will cause us to invest so much time and energy into fighting one another mm -hmm. that the enemy is running rampant. Yeah. And then they wonder why the church is not having the impact that it should. Right. And people are lost. And, 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 and the souls that we have been assigned to. Neglecting them. Neglected. 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 Because we're too busy casting thrones, yeah. stones at one another. Yeah. Yeah. It's a God. Have to be very, very careful of that and mindful of the schemes of the enemy. And, you know, there are women who are listening and watching this. You're not sure what area of ministry you're supposed to be in. And you know, that's okay. It is okay. God will lead and direct you. He will guide you to that area. And of course, that's not to assume that since you've been called to ministry that you're gonna have the, the platform of a pastor. No. That's not to assume no. that. But God will lead and guide you and direct you. Stay before him. Be mindful, be open to receive his instructions, even when you don't understand them. Often. Yes, we <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> we do not. I have been put in situations where I'm like, Lord, what is this? <laughs> we, we, we don't. So we're not going to always know the answers, the finished product, what, what that's going to look like, no. you know, what platform. And, and I don't know about you, but. Throughout my walk with him, he has also opened doors to more giftings that I did not realize I had. He, he would prune, he would mature and prune and mature and just lead and guide me. So I am still in the process of going forward in ministry in ways that yes. I did not even know that I would. And it's so you know? crucial. And it's so important that you said that. I think I just posted the other day as we're seeking God for what he wants for us we're basically asking for his will to be done that's right and so i said when you're asking god for something make sure you're making room for it yeah because if we if we have not purged that old way of thinking that yeah. old mentality we're still holding on to everything that will prohibit us right from being what right. god wants us to be right from moving in god's timing and in god's season for our lives to accomplish that thing yeah and as you said ministry that god is calling us out to is not always behind the pulpit, That's right. but he's expanding himself in us. Yes, he is. And we have to make room for that, whether it's mentoring, 
whether it's uh, conferencing, whether it's prayer where you're praying for people, whether it's evangelizing in your community, whatever area it is, because it takes steps coming out of our comfort zone, doing something that we've never done before to experience something that we've never seen. Yeah. And so it takes those moments, those portals of time and instances that yeah. God would just give us that wow moment. Yeah. He would just give us those wow moments of things that, wow, God, you wanted me to do that, just speaking to somebody and they respond to you said, that was God. Yeah. I needed that. We need those little assurances. As we and begin, he'll give it to he you. will oh, give yeah. you those he assurances. Will, he will confirm. Yes, he will. When you release yourself and say, yes, Lord. Yes. When you say, thy will be done. Hallelujah. He will confirm. He will. That's not to say that you won't experience spiritual warfare. Yes. But don't believe that that spiritual warfare is, is, a, is a denial. No. No. Uh, we're going to experience spiritual warfare. You have to. You have to. You're going to experience it. Otherwise, but you're not God doing God's will. will. Confirm. Yes. And I would and I really encourage when I talk to women who feel like they have been called to ministry, I really encourage them to get around like-minded That's women. It. That's it. That is crucial. You need to be around like-minded women who are confident, women who know they have been called, women who are doing the work of the Lord. It's very important to keep yourself encouraged, uplifted, and empowered with good relationships. You have to stay engaged because the Bible said, let the weak say I'm strong. And, and you have to walk with the strong if you want to be strengthened. And I thank God that there are men of God, yes. leaders who do encourage yes. women to walk out the fullness yes. of their calling, whatever that looks like. Yes. Angela, as we end, let's say a prayer for, yes. for women who may be experiencing this type of yes. situation. God, we just speak to the hearts of those women right now who've been neglected, who've been rejected, who've been told what they cannot do and what they should not do. But we come today to speak into their ears, to speak into that spirit man, hallelujah, to call them forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Those gifts, those callings that have been lying dormant, we send the word of God to stir up that gift. God, to let them know that there are men and women who are waiting for them to arise and to show up. Glory to God. We come against every spirit that has come to stifle you, to come to shut you down and to shut you out. Glory to God. We call you forth by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. Knowing that his word is in your belly. Hallelujah. He said, if you believe on him as the scripture has said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. We come to speak to the waters that have been lying dormant, that have been stagnant, that have been cut off, that dam has been built up. We come to break down the walls. We come yes, to break Lord. down the dam and we come to call you forward and say, woman, thou art loose to speak what God has called you to do. Arise and take your place. Hallelujah. Yes, Father, in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. yes, yes. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Power Fueled Living. For an outline of today's show, visit our website at www.powerfueledliving.com. Join Lisa each week for faith-filled, spirit-led messages and interviews that will empower you to live your best life, spirit, soul, and body.